We are going to talk some soccer right now. Blind soccer was brought to London by Abby Lezazidis and Whitecaps London. And that has started well. And in fact, things are growing. So we're going to talk about a workshop coming up in August that you may want to take part in. But here is Abby on the latest on blind soccer in the city of London. Okay, so since the last time we spoke, it, we actually received uh, a player from the broadcast. It, you know, so the media is working for us. This has been great. So thank you, Mike, for the support and, you know, bringing this out to the audience um, from your radio station because we were able to, one person ended up joining because their parent had heard about uh, our blind soccer session. So we ran a program and it started uh, in October, or sorry, it started in February and we went six weeks. We had a six-week program. We ended up having uh, almost six uh, visually impaired players join the program. And the ages were, you know, we had like a 13-year-old and a, and a 14-year-old who was very, they were very active. And then we had a couple older, like grade, I want to say grade 11, like still 17-year-old and, and a couple uh, of people in their 30s and 40s. So it was kind of cool to just have that spread of age to really understand how we can continue to tailor the programming here in London uh, for blind soccer and visually impaired players. That is outstanding. Well, this this was an initiative, and we've got to talk about this. This was something that you hadn't done before, but you had seen before. So for anybody who has not seen how blind soccer is played, Abby, can you lay out how it works? Right. I, I, I definitely will. So just to maybe even come back, so if anyone who's listening wants to really take a look at this, there's lots of blind soccer available on YouTube. And technically, the word for blind soccer is called sesafa. And um, it's growing in popularity across the world. Of course, the soccer nations like the Brazils, the France, and other major uh, countries, they already have national Olympic, national and Olympic teams. Um, so how it works is basically it's five versus five, right? And the only one that's visually, uh, that, that can be non-sighted is the, or sorry, the only player on the pitch that can have sight is the goalie. So in front of the goalie, there's always four players, right, that are essentially uh, non-sighted because everyone has to wear uh, goggles to, to close any available light because everyone that's visually impaired or blind um, see things differently. They, they might see light from the sides or from the center, um, so to make it fair for everyone, everyone wears these goggles. And it makes it very competitive. Like, it's, it's actually an amazing sport to watch. And then the ball. Is the ball something that has sound in it? Yeah. So how? So much like blind hockey. So over the winter, Mike, we actually did, um, we teamed up with Blind Hockey Canada, and we had an event at Western where all the schools from Thames Valley District School Board brought their uh, visually impaired athletes and and students to to try soccer, blind soccer, and try blind hockey. So blind hockey has um, the puck is is much larger and it has rattles in it. So very much like that, the soccer ball has rattles in it, and that's how people can hear where the ball is. So as the ball's moving, that's how people can chase 
and identify where the ball is as they're playing. And it's really cool because as this is going on, players have to use a word called boy. So boy basically is the defender. So as the defender hears the ball, right, as, as they're attacking the ball, they have to use the word boy so the attacker knows where the defender is so they don't collide, right? So there's some, there's some really cool rules around it. And that's why I welcome everyone to just Google Sessafoot or blind soccer. Um, since our conversation as well, Mike, our last conversation, it was a really cool event that happened. It was the first ever uh, Team Canada National uh, versus uh, the USA in a blind uh, soccer match. They played two games against each other in uh, California a few months back, and it was live streamed. It was amazing. So you had Canada versus the U.S. in a blind soccer match, and it was absolutely amazing to watch because the cool thing about it was, you know, the, the two coaches like Coach Mo and Coach Andrew that are running the program along with myself here in London, we coached most of those players that were on the national team. By 2030, our goal is to have both a full male and full female national team program around blind soccer right, where players are identified across the country, not just like in a certain area where people that are involved, right? Um, it's a bigger goal. So I want at some point within the next two years to have a full team representing Whitecaps London in a league across the province. And then at some point, one of those players, you know, or two or all of them, becoming national team players to represent our country. That's tremendous. We're talking with Abby Lezazidis, who is the president of Whitecaps London. And Abby, if anybody is interested, you actually have something coming up a little later on this summer. So in August, what is that? Okay, so I'm so thankful that that, uh, that you brought that up. And it's it's a seminar. And what it is is both soccer for people with disabilities, right? And so we're... There's a there's a guy who's spearheading this across the country. His name's Matt Greenwood, and he's from the Pickering Soccer Club. And he's the one that's really, you know, years ago been the first in the forefront. Um, I, I, for me, he's, he's an incredible mentor for me. Like, he's bringing accessibility to all for, for soccer um, right across the country. He's doing so much of this on his personal time. It's just he's and the incredible thing about Matt is that it's not like he's got anyone, his own family directly um, who's got it, who's disabled or anything. It wasn't it's just something that's come to him. It's organic. It's natural. And he's spreading his message and love for soccer for all for anyone in in with accessibility issues, right, or opportunities. So on August 19th, we are planning to hold a free session, which is going to be led by Talkability. That's the company that Matt created uh, about teaching, you know, how to, how to express and coach programming for visually impaired players. And that's going to be happening on August 19th here in London at the BMO Centre. And it's between 5, 8, 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. And the first hour or so will be in class training. And then the rest will be all practical on on the field where we're training on how to do some drills how to get engagement how to keep engagement and just how to have fun with players that have accessibility issues for sure sounds august fantastic. yeah august 19 5 p.m start and this and the course is free and all people need to do is search up 
our social media and find the info, which is Whitecaps London on Instagram or Whitecaps London on Twitter. Uh, there's a link. It's it's all free. Like there's no cost to to come and learn at all. Abby, this is tremendous. Thank you so much for updating us on blind soccer. And again, search out Whitecaps London on Instagram if you want to register, and it's very easy to do it. And that is taking place at the BMO Center August nineteenth between five and eight and it is soccer for people with a disability it's the club accessibility program and it's a free three-hour workshop all kinds of information abby have yourself a great rest of the day yes thank you mike and happy canada day to you and and everyone else at the uh, station have a great day